0: What's going on guys? Welcome to the Anthony Bruno show. I am Anthony Bruno. We witnessed a historic moment in sports on August 26th as NBA players decided to boycott their playoff games as they united to use their incredible platform to make a difference. Big time respect to all the NBA players who were willing to make sacrifices to come together to create change in their communities and around the world. But at the same time, the NBA players have also recognized that because of all the incredible sacrifices they've made to get to this point in the season, playing games in the Orlando bubble, that they are going to resume the season and continue their pursuit of an NBA championship, playing the sport they love and playing the sport that we all love to watch them play. So saying all that, it's now time to get into my Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, NBA playoff preview all right so for the first time in nba history the toronto raptors and boston celtics are meeting in the playoffs both teams easily swept their first round series setting up a second round series that should be awesome both teams have deep rosters players who can score defend are versatile both teams also have great coaches and plenty of playoff experience so it should be a long tough series that's probably going to go six or seven games so i'm going to give you my thoughts on this series and tell you which team i think is going to win and move on to the eastern conference finals so let's go all right so how did both teams get to this point well the raptors are 11 and 1 so far in the bubble their only loss came to the boston celtics in the seeding games they lost by 22 points That was pretty ugly, but other than that, the Raptors have looked dominant. But you know what, that first round series against Brooklyn, quite frankly, that was a joke, okay? The Nets did not have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, or Spencer Dinwiddie. I said the Raptors were gonna easily sweep that series, and that's exactly what happened. And then when you look at the Boston Celtics, they dominated their first round series as well, sweeping the Philadelphia 76ers, who didn't have Ben Simmons, so I'm sure with Simmons in the lineup for Philly, that series would have been a little more difficult for Boston, but I think they still would have got through. And this is the series that we've all been waiting for. These are two of the best teams in the Eastern Conference and the NBA for that matter, so it should be awesome. Looking at the season series between these two teams, Boston had Toronto's number. They won three out of the four games. One of those wins did come in the bubble, like I mentioned. And in Boston's three wins over Toronto, they beat the Raptors by an average of 14.7 points. So they have clearly given the Raptors problems this year. And I know the Raptors weren't fully healthy for some of those games. Pascal Siakam actually missed two of the four games against the Celtics this year. So I don't think we can look into those four games too much and say that you know what happened in those games is what we can expect in the playoffs. There are certain things that we can pull from that. But for the most part, You know i think these are very very evenly matched teams and now let's kind of get into it and i'll let you know what i think about both teams in this series all right so starting with the boston celtics their team is led by these three studs jason tatum jalen brown and kemba walker they all averaged over 20 points per game in the regular season they were the only team in the nba to have three players average 20 points per game. And they're doing that as well in the playoffs. They've actually all increased their points per game in the playoffs. And Jason Tatum, my goodness, he is playing out of his mind this year. He has truly elevated his game to become one of the best players in the NBA. And honestly, outside of Giannis Antetokounmpo right now, I think Jason Tatum is probably the second best player in the Eastern Conference. He was excellent in his first round series against the Sixers. He averaged 27 points, 10 rebounds, two blocks, and shot 45% from three. So obviously the Raptors are going to have to come up with a defensive game plan to stop him. But like I mentioned, because even if you limit Tatum, and listen, Tatum's going to get his, you still have to worry about Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker. But the Celtics were dealt a pretty big blow in round one, losing Gordon Hayward to an ankle sprain. He's not going to be back until the conference finals, it looks like. And that's going to be important in this Raptors series because that's a big hit to the Boston Celtics depth. So Hayward's coming out of the lineup. He was their fourth leading scorer. He can facilitate. He's just a smart veteran player who you need to have on the court if you want to go deep into the playoffs. And that's going to be a big loss for the Boston Celtics. So now Marcus Smart is in that starting lineup and it remains to be seen what sort of effect this is going to have you know, playing a deep team like the Toronto Raptors, but I think the further this series goes along and the heavy minutes that, you know, Tatum, Brown, Walker, and even Marcus Smart are playing, and with, you know, a lack of quality players coming off the bench for Boston, um, you know, their starting lineup is really, really gonna get tested here, and we'll see how they respond. The Celtics are just so more well-equipped when Gordon Hayward's in the starting lineup and Marcus Smart is coming off the bench. And listen, Marcus Smart is a very quality player. He can score, he's a great defender, he can do so many different things for the Boston Celtics. Brings a lot of toughness as well, but when you look at some of the other players that are coming off the bench now for Boston, you know, Brad Wanamaker, Enos Kanter, Semi Ojale, those players just do not stack up to the players that the Raptors are gonna have coming off the bench. Before I get into the Raptors depth, I have to mention that Toronto is dealing with an injury situation itself. At the time I'm recording this, Kyle Lowry is considered day-to-day with an ankle sprain. He is hopeful to play in game one. And listen, this dude's a warrior, so I think he's going to find a way to gut it out and play in this series. Now, this year, without Kyle Lowry in the lineup, the Raptors actually went 12-2, which is incredibly impressive. but. They are going to need him in this series if they wanna move on. This would be a devastating loss for the Raptors if Lowry isn't able to play. So hopefully he's able to play so we get a great series, a series that has a lot of integrity. It already sucks that Gordon Hayward's missing in action. If Lowry's gonna miss the series as well, that will only make things worse. So hopefully he'll be able to go. When it comes to the Raptors, they don't have the star power of the Clippers or the Lakers, and they sure as hell don't have a player as good as Giannis Antetokounmpo. But what the Raptors do have is the deepest team in basketball, just like the regular season. They had six players average over 10 points per game in the Nets series, that is incredible. And Fred Van Vliet, that dude played out of his mind, okay? He was shooting 56% from three on over eight and a half attempts per game against the Nets. So he's really emerged as the Raptors go-to guy late in games in the fourth quarter when they need big buckets. So obviously the Raptors are gonna hope that he can continue his great play. But guess what? If Fred's not there one night, there's always another dude on this Raptors team who's ready to step up and fill up the stat sheet. It seems like on any given night, They really have six to seven different guys who can score between 15 and 25 points, and that is what makes this team so dangerous. But saying all that about Fred Van Vliet, who's obviously been incredible for the Raptors in the playoffs, you know, they also have Kyle Lowry, who's had some really big playoff games as a Raptor, but I need to see Pascal Siakam step up and be that guy, because the entire season, he was the Raptors' best player, and we're all waiting for him to just take the bull by the horns and lead this team on a deep playoff run. And you know what, quite frankly, he might not be a number one guy on a championship team because last year we saw him dominate in the number two role behind Kawhi Leonard. So it's not necessarily fair to just expect Siakam to do that in his first season as the quote unquote go-to guy. And in a series like this, against a guy like Jason Tatum, who I mentioned earlier, is right now playing like the second best player in the East behind Giannis. And he's been huge for the Boston Celtics, you know, going from the second half of the season all the way down into the playoffs now. I mean, that dude is like a walking 30 points per game. So it's gonna be interesting to see if Pascal Siakam can elevate in this series and be that go-to scorer when the Raptors need him. And you know what? If he's not, that's okay too, because you got Fred Van Vliet, you got Kyle Lowry, you got Norman Powell and Serge Ibaka, who've also been pretty good offensively. So the Raptors have a lot of options. So even if Siakam can't be that guy that we expect him to be, the Raptors have different options who can step up. And then of course, we have to talk about the amazing coaching matchup between Nick Nurse and Brad Stevens. These two are two of the best in the business. They're both incredible X's and O's guys. They know what they're doing out there, and they figure out so many creative ways to put their teams in good spots to win basketball games. And let's not forget that a couple of years ago, okay, when Kyrie Irving was injured, Brad Stevens led the Boston Celtics to within one win of the NBA Finals before they were eliminated by LeBron. And everyone was praising Brad Stevens even though that team still had Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and guys like that. But anyway, people were talking about him like he was the next Greg Popovich, okay? And then fast forward one season, Kyrie Irving returns to the lineup, and there was huge expectations on the Boston Celtics, but they regressed, and then got hammered in five games against the Milwaukee Bucks in the second round. So... Let's not forget that Brad Stevens is still a really good head coach, okay? And the way that everyone was talking about Brad Stevens a couple of years ago, that has now shifted to Nick Nurse, who just won NBA Coach of the Year, leading the Raptors to the second-best record in the NBA, okay? Despite losing Kawhi Leonard in free agency and all of the injuries that the Raptors went through this year. So this is going to be an incredible coaching matchup. And just know that both guys, okay, going to do whatever it takes to put their teams in a great spot to win this series i've laid it all out both teams can score they can defend they're versatile they both have great head coaches but saying that i think the raptors are going to win this series in seven games i think the loss of gordon hayward is really going to matter in this series it may not have mattered against the philadelphia 76ers in round one who are without ben simmons but when you play a raptors team that has the depth that they have, that can defend like they can, that has all these quality scoring options throughout the lineup, I think that gives Nick Nurse the upper hand because he has more to work with from a depth standpoint when it comes to setting up his defense and also offensively as well. And I think when you look at both coaches and how great they are, and if one guy has a little bit more to work with, I think that's going to give the Raptors the edge in this series So I think they're going to move on in seven games and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals for the second year in a row. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Anthony Bruno Show podcast. I hope you enjoyed the content. If you did, I would really appreciate it if you subscribe to the show and be sure to rate it, share it, and leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Anthony M. Bruno, especially if you love sports. That does it for this episode. I will talk to you guys next time.